The Mortgage Calculator, your favorite non-QM lender with over 5,000 unique loan products. Welcome, everyone. My name is Kyle Hershey. I'm the COO of The Mortgage Calculator, joined here by our president, Nick Hershey, and our sales manager, Jose Gonzalez. We are a correspondent lender that specializes in non-QM loans. And what we do on this show every day is go through some live mortgage rates for a few different programs and then do a deep dive into a different topic every day. Now, again, we specialize in non-QM loans here. And today's deep dive is going to be on profit and loss loans. So our sales manager, Jose Gonzalez, with 27 years of experience as a loan officer and a realtor is going to do a deep dive into profit and loss loans. But before we do that, what we'll do is pull up our pricing tool and we will go through actual live mortgage rates for today. So Nick, let's go ahead and pull up the pricing tool and see what the market is looking like this morning. All right, let me switch my screen and we will get started. So as Kyle mentioned, this is our pricing tool for our team of mortgage professionals. If you would like a full breakdown, a full loan estimate of all the itemized costs, please get with one of our team members. We have over 300 licensed loan officers in 24 states for primary and second homes. And we can do our business purpose DSCR loans in 44 states. This tool will show us the general rates and terms and the APR for the programs today is August 9th, just after 11 a.m. Eastern. So all the basic programs are live. So in order to compare across the programs, we'll set up the same scenario so we can compare apples to apples and APR to APR. So first off, we'll set a loan amount of 400,000. We'll set our LTV for all our demos today to 80% loan to value, 20% down payment. Set the desired price to 99. That means we're going to ask the computer to find the best rate at one discount point in cost, which is our typical request. We are going to compare conforming conventional programs. Then we always check out FHA uh, programs next. And then we'll go into our expanded guidelines, also known as non-QM, where we have over 5,000 additional loan programs, including the topic for today, profit and loss programs. Uh, we don't do the VA or USDA rates live. Those are only for uh, VAs, only for our eligible uh, service members and veterans. If you are eligible, let us know. We can quote it, no problem. And same with USDA. That's only for properties that are eligible. If you do happen to be shopping for a USDA eligible property, let us know. We can quote it, no problem. We'll start today with conforming conventional. We'll do a purchase, 30-year fix, primary occupancy, single family home, one unit, state of Florida, county of Miami-Dade. And for all the demos, we use an estimated FICO score of 760 and an estimated debt-to-income ratio of 40. So with these basic settings, as we do every morning, let's check out the rates. And again, not much changed this week. Hope not up is good, but it uh, hasn't gone down. So uh, same as it was the last couple days, 7.125 rate, 0.875 discount points and costs. Puts our final APR at 7.287. Uh, so it's our option for our customers that qualify for conforming conventional. And usually, if our customer doesn't qualify for a conforming program, typically the next option we want to look at is an FHA program. FHA does allow a little more leniency on credit issues as well as a higher debt-to-income ratio. However, we'll keep everything exactly the same so we can compare apples to apples across the program. And we'll see the exact scenario with an FHA rate. Again, about the same as it was yesterday, I believe, exactly. 6.5 rate, 0.75 discount points and costs, puts our final APR at 7.084. 
So in this case, if our customer qualifies for both conforming and FHA, FHA actually is a little bit cheaper, even though it does require mortgage insurance, uh, both upfront and yearly. Uh, but if our customer must use FHA, this is also welcome news as there have been some changes that make it a touch cheaper. Now, where we love to specialize, if our customer does not qualify for either program, many other banks or lenders don't have other options. But this is our specialty when we can choose our expanded guidelines, also known as non-QM. So everything else is exactly the same. But now when we choose non-QM, we have a new option pop up for income. Full doc is what we use for FHA and conventional. That's uh, two years of tax return. So typically we'll choose a non-QM program to take advantage of one of the other options. We have our asset related options. We had a show yesterday on that if you're interested in those programs. Business bank statement options, our investor DSER options are for investment properties. We'll talk about that in a minute. Most popular program by far is our personal bank statement 12 month. And we also have RSU, stated income, VOE, 1099, PL, which is Jose's topic here in a minute, and no income CDFI. But for the show, as we do every day, we will choose personal bank statement 12 month, which is our most popular option for our self employed borrowers. Many times, our self employed borrowers, when they submit two years of tax returns, We'll have different write-offs and may not qualify at all, or may just need a little bit of extra help to get that extra income to get that home they really want. So in this case, instead of using tax returns, no tax returns involved at all, we're simply going to use their last 12 bank statements to determine a debt-to-income ratio of 40% in this example. Typically, our self-employed borrowers, when they use their last 12 bank statements uh, with no tax returns involved at all, will qualify for double or triple or even more income than they would with their tax returns and therefore can get the home that they really want. So these non-QM programs are great solutions for our borrowers who may need a little extra help. Let's check out the bank statement options. Uh, went up a touch from yesterday, 7.5 rate, 2.125 discount points of cost, and a final APR of 7.604. So still a great option. We love when our non-QM options are very comparable. Here, 7.604 is within a half a point of the conventional programs, uh, as well as the FHA program. So using a completely different income method, we can still get very comparable rates, which is amazing. Uh, there's also a ton of options here. You'll see there's dozens of different uh, versions of the bank statement options. Some of these may allow uh, things such as foreclosures and bankruptcies and other credit events that would otherwise disqualify us from a conventional or an FHA program. So a lot of flexibility here. For these programs, please get with our team members. They will find the best one for you. Now, before we go into Jose's example, we always want to do live rates for investment properties as well. So we love to work with investors, whether they're a first-time investor or seasoned investor. We have some good options here. So let's put up a basic scenario, same exact as before, 80% loan to value, 20% down payment. And we'll compare our investment property options. First, we'll check out conforming conventional. And then we'll go into expanded guidelines, non-QM programs. Remember, government programs, FHA, VA, USDA are not eligible for investments. So we'll start with conforming conventional. Everything else will stay the same as our other demos. All we've done is change the occupancy. And now we can check the pricing adjustments that conventional programs have for investments. So best option here, a 7.375 rate for four discount points in cost. A lot of cost here now for 7.642 APR. So a good option for our customers that qualify for conventional. However, there are no one discount point options as we asked the computer to find. The best deal the computer found, the best overall APR, actually costs four 
points in cost, which is $16,000 in our example, which is a ton of money that our investors would typically rather save. Uh, so unfortunately, there's not really any higher rate options to reduce this cost. So that's where we love to present our non-QM options for our investors that want a little bit higher rate in order to reduce this discount point cost. So for the final demo, set up investment property again, set up ADLTV again, and this time we'll choose expanded guidelines, also known as non-QM, where we can choose alternative income and hopefully solve our investor's problem. So first we must select our income verification, the most popular option by far for an investment property and our most popular loan here is our DSCR loan. That's because it doesn't require any income or employment or anything from our borrower. We're simply going to use the estimated rental income from the property to determine a DSCR, it stands for debt service coverage ratio. If the estimated rents from the property can cover the PITIA of the mortgage payment, AKA the property cash flows on a monthly basis, the ratio is 1.00 or higher. We also have options for ratios under 1.00 where the property doesn't quite cash flow on a monthly basis. So a ton of different options. I will always put 1.5, which is the max here. So we can see all the programs pop up. And the final thing we must select is a prepayment penalty. We always select three years, which is standard. There are options for no prepayment that will cost more and limit the loan programs. And same with five years that will save us some money, but will limit the loan programs. So we always select three years for our demo here. So with these settings, let's check out the DSCR options. Good option here at the top, 8% rate, 0.725 discount points and costs, and a final APR of 8.057. So a great option here. Our investor here has saved thousands of dollars. They can invest in other properties, so uh, solve the discount point problem. And the rate is just a little bit higher here. And the APR of 8.057 is within a quarter point of conventional. So typically when we post uh, these options to an investor, show them a conventional option alongside a DSCR option. Uh, when the APR is within a quarter point, uh, I'd say 90% plus of investors will choose a DSCR option for the flexibility. And it's almost the same exact cost in this scenario. So a lot of different options here. Not only can we get multiple properties and loans going at the same time, some of these options here, maybe at a little bit higher rates, may allow things like foreclosures and bankruptcies. And some may allow us to use short-term rental income. Tons of different options here with our DSCR programs. Just please get with our team members and they will find the best one for you. Now, let me switch my screen again and we will get into Jose's topic for today. Which is going to be our profit and loss program. So you notice in our demo every day, P&L is one of the options there that we can always select. That is one of our non-QM program types. It is a variation, just like the bank statement, but we use it for a very different type of borrower for very different types of reasons. So Jose will have a few examples here to go through. Um, but first, why don't you just talk a little bit about why uh, always the question is, uh, both from our team members and the public, why do you use a profit and loss and not a bank statement, which is typically more common. So let's go ahead and make you big and take over. All right. Good morning, everybody. Thank you for joining us for Daily Rates Live with the Mortgage Calculator. Great to be with you this morning. Um, well, as you know, our income tiers would be full dot traditional, which would be using tax returns, pay stubs, W-2s. I guess here we're talking self-employed borrowers or just be their tax returns. 
The next level down from that would be bank statements. In most of our non-QM options, bank statements for full doc and tax returns for full doc have the same pricing. In other words, the same rate. However, there are cases where we may have issues with the bank statement option, like we could have, for example, declining trends in the income or in the deposits. We could have large deposits that cannot be sourced. We could have too many NSFs and overdrafts. So those are some of the typical issues that that would put your bank statement option out of scope. And then the solution to that is the profit and loss, where typically you only have to provide two or depending on the program option three, either the the last two or or the three most recent months of the business bank statement uh, or the personal if there is no business bank statement to substantiate the cash flow of the business. So that lets you overcome those issues that that you would have, unless the issues were also shown in those last two or three months bank statements. But typically, those trends only pop up when you're looking at 12 months, not two or three months. So P&L is a great option. Now, rates are a little bit higher, but definitely it will allow you to get it done. You know, it's like one of the success stories we have is of one of our MLOs who received the lead, which was a loan that had been denied, a self-employed borrower that had been denied by another lender, through another lender, not through us. Uh, The borrower came to her and told to see what she could do with it. And we did a good, deep analysis of what we had. And we decided that the P&L was the best option because the borrower had only like five deposits in the whole year but each deposit was like $250,000, which he cannot really provide the proper documentation to substantiate those deposits. So P&L, we were able to close that loan in 21 days, whereas the original submitting lender who was denied tried to force it as a full doc loan, which did not work out. P&L was a beautiful deal. And in that instance, it was investment at 85% LTV. We do not have that 85% LTV option now, but that was a sweet deal. So So real quick, Jose, the borrowers are the same borrowers. The borrowers are not the issue here. Whether we use bank statement or P&L, the issue is the bank statement. Correct. Yes. Just want to get that across. The bank statements and if you can meet the requirements, uh, in this case, the requirement, because they uh, originally were going to try to go bank statement, but there was no way <clears throat> that they were going to meet the requirement because he was not able to provide the documentation to substantiate the five large deposits that were his only deposits in the fiscal year. So that's one of the issues you may face with the bank statement program. So here we have primary purchase, and this is 10% down, 90% LTV, 30-year amortization, fully amortizing, which is our highest LTV option. And you'll notice 10.125 is the lowest cost option, and you can buy it down all the way to 
0.625%. And this is 90% LTV. And also want to remind everybody out there that non-QM loans never have mortgage insurance. Um, the mortgage insurance cost, what you know, if there were mortgage insurance, is basically built into the interest. So a little bit higher interest rate due to the higher risk at the 90% LTV, but no separate mortgage insurance fee. So this is 30-year fully amortizing. Now we have the same example, 90% LTV, like you can see there, 50 grand down on a 500,000 purchase. This is 40-year amortization, interest only. So we have 10.875 as our lowest cost option, and you can buy it down to 9.375. And if I just switch over here a minute, you'll notice that the uh, rate is about 0.625 higher at the lowest end. And at the upper end of the spectrum, it does start at 10.875. So that's 0.75 higher and does have a, a higher starting cost. So you do pay for it, but looks like as the rate goes a little bit down, the rate sheet, the cost drops a little bit there. But for the borrower that needs that 40-year interest-only type product in order to qualify or just because they want the lower payment option, this is definitely something that's popular. And then... To put it into context here, <clears throat> so you can see at an 80% LTV, how much better the rates get. Now, look at that 7.125 there. I mean, if you, uh, we're just hearing the, the rates Nick was throwing around there for conventional full dock purchases, right? They're, they're not much different than what we have here for our P&L at an 80% for a primary 8.25 actually has a little bit of a <clears throat> lender credit, and 7.125 is our lowest rate option. And then our investment PL, 80% is the maximum LTV for the PL program. But now, again, recall the rates Nick was providing there for the investment properties, and these are pretty much the same rates. You know, because here you'd be looking at 7.5 at a little bit over two points. You know, that's a 2.2, two and a quarter points at seven and a half percent on an investment property purchase. That's pretty close to what Nick was providing for a full dock conventional loan. And this is P&L, totally different ballgame. And we're still at eight, 8.625 with a $500 lender credit, and you can buy it down all the way to an unbelievable 7% rate for our 80% LTV P&L purchase. So now I'm throwing in there the 40-year amortization, interest only, 80% LTV P&L purchase. Wow, that's a mouthful, right? But amazing option here. 8.999 is our par rate, and you can buy that down to 7.499. And even if you wanted to, you cannot structure anything like this on the conventional conforming side.
and finish it off with a couple of cash out options. That went straight straight for the jugular here. Our P and L primary cash out at an eighty percent LTV, throwing in the interest only forty year amortization option again. Great rates. 8.999 as our lowest cost option, 7.999 as our lowest rate option. And our investment, 80% PL cash out, interest only, 40 year amortization. 9.499 is our lowest cost option, and 7.999 our lowest rate option. So not you know not much of an add-on for going here on the investment versus the primary. So very good investment options on the PL option here. So uh, for those of you looking to structure those deals, don't forget profit and loss, pretty easy. You just need it's an by the way, it's an unaudited profit and loss. The only catch is it just has to be prepared by either a tax preparer who's registered or an accountant or a CPA. That's it. The report has to be prepared by them and they have to provide a certification letter with some verbiage there that, they, that they've reviewed the tax returns for the borrower. So very good options, very simple to do. Great. So basically unaudited P&L, and the last, uh, did you say two bank statements usually? Yeah, yeah, two to three bank statements and a letter from the tax preparer with a couple of sentences in there, like a little bit of a business narrative and just confirming uh, that they are the tax preparer for the borrower. All right. Great option there. And once again, another great tool to have in our tool belt. Right. So uh, thank you, Jose. That was great. Remember, our, our loan officers can navigate you through these programs. You can visit us at themortgagecalculator.com. We can pair you up with one of our loan officer consultants. We do this show at 11 a.m. Eastern time every single weekday where we go through the live rates and then do a deep dive into a different topic like we did today with the profit and loss loans. We appreciate you all tuning in. Thank you, Nick. Thank you, Jose. And we hope to see everybody tomorrow, 11 a.m. Eastern for the next episode of Daily Mortgage Rates Live with the Mortgage Calculator. Everyone have a great day. Thanks, everybody. Have a great day, everybody. Apply now at themortgagecalculator.com for instant mortgage rate quotes for over 5,000 loan products.